Happy New Year, everyone. Now, as you know, this is the time of year where we sit back and take stock. We look at the previous year and we think, you know, did I accomplish everything that I wanted to accomplish in the previous year? Now, most of the time, the answer is going to be no, or if not, there are certainly things that we want to change. So the question is, how do we make effective changes? Most people this time of year make what we, of course, all know as New Year's resolutions. Unfortunately, hate to tell you, uh, New Year's resolutions, they do not work. They are ineffective. You probably know this on some level because if you have observed throughout your life, whether it's yourself or, or folks that you know, if you've observed, you've probably seen that most people don't follow through for very long with their New Year's resolutions. So today, what I want to talk about is what you can do instead. There is actually a much more effective process for essentially making a New Year's resolution, and that is focusing on habits. Now, habits are really interesting, and that's what we're going to talk about today is how to establish new, more effective habits and I'm also going to give you a quick tip on doing uh, Facebook Lives because I, I think that's probably going to be one of the things that your guys want to really habituate in this coming year if uh, if you haven't already. And uh, hopefully we'll keep this uh, this pretty tight uh, because uh, I'm actually, as you can see, let's see, I am chilling in my car. Oop, that's kind of weird. What's going on? Um, let's see, my phone is being peculiar. If you'll give me one second, I actually have my phone oriented. Do you want to go that way, phone? What is it you want from me? Apologies, everyone. My phone is being just a little bit crazy right now and uh, is showing up a little bizarre. Let me, uh, give me one sec. I'll be right back. Let's see. Well, I'm holding my phone in a, a vertical position, but it's showing up horizontally. How peculiar. Uh, you know what? How about just let me know. Uh, can you guys, can you guys see me? Am I coming through? Uh, okay. Cause, cause it looks a little crazy on my screen. I I'm actually, for some reason, my screen is, is displaying me as being in a, in a, in a horizontal position. Like literally I'm, I'm on my phone at a right angle to myself, uh, which is bizarre, but let me know if you guys can see me. Okay. Then, um, then that's all I really need to know. Uh, that's, that's what's important. And, uh, all right, if that's working for you guys, then I'm just going to keep going, even though it's a little distracting to see myself at a right angle. Okay. You know what? Can't argue with, uh, can't argue with results. Okay. So let's talk about how to create effective habits. Now, again, habits are something that, uh, habits are really interesting. So habits are actually a neurological process. So uh, th this is something that's actually encoded into your physiology and to really help you guys understand how habits work, we actually need to talk about the structure of your brain for just a minute. Actually, there's a part of your brain, it's called the basal ganglia. It's a little, little parts in the kind of the middle of your brain. It's shaped a bit like a cashew and that's your basal ganglia. Uh, so it's, it's a small area, but this is the part of your brain that it controls habits. And what's interesting is that habits actually work very 
uh, very differently than I think most people conceive of them. So they, they kind of, they don't really rely on, think of them more like muscle memory, but they're really unrelated to memory uh, entirely. So let me give you an example. There's actually a really cool case study from sort of the, the annals of psychology. There's a really, really famous uh, case, and he goes by the name of Eugene. I don't think that's his real name, but that's how we all, we all know uh, this particular individual named Eugene. Now, Eugene had a viral encephalitis that unfortunately damaged a considerable amount of his brain. And so he was actually unable to form new memories. So uh, he had memories or could remember up into the point where he got the encephalitis, but he could, he could no longer make new memories. And he also had uh, beyond that, he couldn't make any new long-term memories, and so we really just had to rely on his short-term memory and also the memories of things that happened to him. Up in, I believe it was in his, in his 20s that this happened to him, but he lived for many, many, many decades. He lived a, a normal uh, lifespan beyond uh, this particular episode uh, that he had. So what was interesting is that, again, you know, Eugene's got a short-term memory. Uh, and his extreme long-term memory. So that that's obviously, you know, that becomes challenging. You know, the older you get, the more separated you are from those very, very long-term memories that you have. But what's interesting is that manifests a little bit differently than some of us might think because of habits and the way habits actually work in our brain. So give an example. So many, many decades later, uh, when Eugene and his wife were elderly, they moved to be closer to their children. And so Eugene was taken from his environment that he was very familiar with, the home that they presumably had for many, many years. Uh, he was moved to a new location. At first, obviously, very, very, uh, very jarring, right? Because he only has a short-term memory, so he can't actually, you know, remember the move, can't re remember this new location. But what was interesting is after a short period of time, what starts to happen is he starts to be able to navigate his way around his home very efficiently. So he could, for instance, if he was in the living room, he could get up, he could go into the kitchen. He would even know where the glasses are. He would know where the, you know, the silverware, all of these things, right? He has the schema of, of the house is actually wired into his brain because it's a habit. Anything that he's done repeatedly becomes wired. It's a, again, it's a totally separate part of your brain from your memory. So even though you can't remember his house, he uh, because of the habits, he's actually able to navigate quite effectively. Similarly, he could take a walk around his neighborhood as long as nothing changed. There was actually a, a time where I can't remember if it was maybe a tree had fallen or something like that. And when, when that, when he encountered the tree that had fallen, that snapped him out of his usual habit loop because this was a new thing. He was totally unfamiliar and then he was totally lost. But as long as he didn't encounter anything new along his walk around his neighborhood, he could effectively walk around the neighborhood, no issues, even though he had no Again, no memory whatsoever. It'd be almost as if, uh, you know, he was in a completely new uh, location, but navigating it with ease. And again, this is because uh, of habits. We actually spend a lot of our day, and, and you can probably relate to this, we spend a lot of our day sleepwalking. And what I mean by that is we do a lot of things that are habituated. Have you ever, uh, you know, not been able to remember if you locked your door, right? You're driving down the road and you're like, ah, oh, did I lock the door? I can't remember that's a great example because locking your door is a habit. So you're not expending any conscious energy to remember to lock your door. You just do it. You're essentially sleepwalking through that process. Same thing. Sometimes you might be driving home and you just kind of lose track of time. Your focus wanders, but you're, you know, you're not in any kind of danger because you've, you've driven your route. Maybe it's your commute. Maybe you've driven this route 
you know, uh, dozens, if not hundreds, maybe thousands of times. So there's really no danger in your mind kind of wondering because you have uh, the habit of, of this route. You know that road like the back of your hand. So these are things, these are things that are wired into our brain a bit differently than memories. We don't have to actually, you know, uh, you know, cue the areas of our brain, <clears throat> excuse me, with, uh, with memory in order to execute our habit routines. It's actually estimated that about 40% of our day is spent just executing habits and not really expending again any conscious effort to, uh, you know, to help direct us uh, to do to do these things. So that's interesting, right? So what would be really effective then, if you want to change your behavior, because so much of your behavior is a habit, what's really effective then is to work on establishing new and more effective habits. Now, habits actually, again, because this is a neurological thing, this is part of your physiology. So the way that this works, there's it's actually a three-stage process to establish a new habit. And what's interesting is it's actually what you might think, the, the activity that you want to habituate is actually the, the least out of all three, it's the least important aspect of the whole process. The other two uh, aspects, there's a cue and a reward. These are the most important aspects of forming new habits. So whatever it is you want to do, most people this time of year say they, they, they actually, I looked this up. So the most common things people want to do, they want to eat better. They want to exercise more. They want to quit smoking uh, to a much, much lesser extent. People want to spend less time watching TV or on their phone. You know, they want less screen time. They want to read more these sorts of things. I think probably for the people in this community, it's likely going to be we want to be more efficient and dedicated to our business, and we really want to take the actions necessary to get us where we want to go, right? So, you know, that's going to be that's going to be really what we're looking to achieve, and habits are really what can get you there in the most efficient way. Because anytime you have habituated something, you actually will feel a certain amount of psychological stress by not executing your habits, right? Whenever we try and change our behavior, it's tough because we have so much momentum going into that behavior. So change is hard. However, once you have established a habit and you've probably experienced this before, like let's say you're in a really, you're on a really good run. Maybe there, uh, maybe, you know, it's, you know, three times a week or something, you know, you're going to the gym. You're really looking forward to that experience because you know, like, Hey, I know exactly how I'm going to feel afterwards. Maybe you even have a treat, which is actually a great idea. We'll get into that a little bit more later. The, the reward is actually a very important part of the habit forming process. Um, but you know, so you, you have these things you want to achieve and you know that, um, if you've been doing something long enough, again, you're going to feel a certain amount of like, uh, you know, like you, you really come to anticipate and you really feel that psychological strain when you don't execute your routine. So again, if you're, if you're in a really solid workout routine, if you miss a day, right? Like you're really unhappy about that. And that's what you want. You want to have those sorts of feelings when it comes to the, the, the actions you know that you need to take to build uh, your business. Now, I mentioned I'll give you a Facebook Live tip before we're done here today because Facebook Live is, is a really wonderful way, of course, of connecting uh, with the audience that you guys are building. And so habituating doing these Facebook Lives is a really, really effective thing uh, for you guys to do. So again, there are three parts to the habit formation process. There's a cue, there's a routine. That's the thing that you, you're looking to habituate. And there's reward. As I mentioned, the routine is the least important uh, part of this whole process. The cue is massively important. And, and again, this is... Um, this is not, you know, any kind of conjecture, you know, this is not me shooting from the hip. This is, this is literally hardwired into your physiology. This is how habits are formed. 
there's a cue and then there's the reward on the other side of the routine. These are really, really important. I'll give you a really simple example, which is if your phone dings, that's a cue. You check your phone, you receive dopamine. That's the reward. That's how a lot of our life works. A lot of our life is actually chasing uh, after dopamine. You might, uh, you might have experienced maybe uh, you, you can actually go through a little bit of like a dopamine withdrawal and you're like, man, I really want a hit of that dopamine. For me, it's often checking my email or checking social media or something like that. We it really experience, we can go into a withdrawal from having a little little hit of dopamine. And, and that's something that, uh, you know, physiologically, biologically has kept us alive and successful as a species for, you know, since whatever, you know, being a little bit discontent with what's happening right now and always kind of seeking that new experience of dopamine, you know, you know, uh, that's what caused, you know, the, you know, humanity to, to go out there and, and inhabit and, and explore and, and do all these cool things that we've done. Anyway, so without getting like too off into a tangent, again, three-part process, there is a new blog post on the Elite Marketing Pro blog just went live uh, this morning. It's brand new. It's fresh. It's updated for this year. Check it out. It's going to teach you specifically how you can establish new habits. The Q routine reward. There's a bunch of examples in there. I'll go a little bit more in depth into that process. I'll also talk about how come smart goals aren't the most effective kind of goals that you can be setting. It's like, I got to give a shout out to JT. I, I checked out a really awesome Daily Dose of Awesome that JT did uh, on Smart Goals. And so uh, that's that's in the post as well. Really want to encourage you guys to uh, to go over to the blog and check out the new post on this whole habit formation process. Because this is the key. This is the key to making this year your best year ever and accomplishing the things you want to accomplish. Whatever it is, this, 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 this applies to everything, right? This applies to whether it's diet, exercise, stopping smoking. You know, those are the, the really common things. Building your business, all the activities that you know you want to take and habituate because success that I know you've heard this before. Some people a lot smarter than myself have said this, you know, this goes back, whether it's Zig Ziglar or Jim Rohn, I forget who probably said this first, but really our lives are an accumulation of our habits, right? Our habits are who we are. Our habits dictate and determine the results and success that we have. You know, success is not this, you know, it's not winning the lottery. It's not kind of a one-time thing. It's really something that you need to habituate all those actions that are going to lead to where you want to go. So go check out that blog post. Like I said, this overall link marketing for a blog, I go much, much deeper into this whole habit formation process. And, and again, I talk about smart goals and how come they aren't the most effective kind of goals and what kind of goals that you guys should be setting uh, for yourselves. And, uh, and with that, I'll finish with my, um, my, quick tip for you guys, which is, you'll notice, I can't, I kind of gave you a bit of a teaser for this new blog post without necessarily revealing too much, right? You, you kind of need to, if you really want to execute on what I'm describing, you need to go over to the blog, check that out and, and read more about this process. Partially because, I mean, I could talk about this for probably an hour, uh, and that's, of course, not the nature of what we're trying to do here as I sit in, in the car. Uh, but partially, I wanted to give you guys an example of a great way to produce content, a great way to to do Daily Dose of Awesomes and habituate that process and make it easy is to, you know, read some content, find a cool takeaway, share that takeaway and say, hey, if you want to know more about that, because there's considerably more to know, then go check out the go check out the whole thing. Go check out the blog post. You, you guys can do that for your own content. You can do that for content that you're uh, perhaps leveraging from Elite Marketing Pro, you know, wherever. If you want to send someone 
uh, off elsewhere to do something else. You know, could even just be opting in for an offer, right? If you want to promote the attraction marketing formula 10 day bootcamp, great thing to do. Go find it. Go find a tip from the bootcamp and say, Hey, if you want to know more, cause there's a lot more to know, you know, sign up, right? This is, this is how you create a bit of a knowledge and implementation gap for someone to then want to take the next step. It's a really, really easy kind of low resistance way you build up desire and curiosity to get them to uh, to go and, and consume more of the content because that's kind of the name of the game. So just a little tip there for you guys whenever you're creating content, you know, always leave your audience wanting more. Always leave them in a place where they learn something, they, they, they experience an insight, but they need to know more information to really move forward. So with that, again, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. I'm really looking forward to this year and I uh, really intend that you guys take habit formation and this process very, very seriously because this is the key. This is the key to achieving what you want to achieve because it really is about the things that you do day in, day out. You are, uh, you know, your life is really a collection of these habits. So make the most effective habits you possibly can. And with that, I am all for today. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And we'll see you next time.